Greetings and salutations. My name is Cassandra from Jim Droplet Podcast, and I like to talk about misconceptions of the Black female identity in our society. I also cover a wide variety of topics, mostly relating to current events and controversial subjects. My purpose is to provide another perspective on my Black feminine identity and share a bit of wisdom. You are not alone. Greetings and salutations. Welcome back to my podcast. So today um, I'm going to start off with talking about the obsession our society has with depravity. And that's kind of a general title. But what I really mean is like the obsession with, you know, these horror, horror films, the torture films the torture porn, the snuff films, the world star videos, and people overall just degrading uh, black women especially. So I'm going to talk about the first time that I kind of recognized this behavior. And I think it started around a time when I was a teenager and I was in grade school and I was exposed to the whole world star videos and uh, so social media really kicked off around my time in school. And what I would see is black women getting harassed a lot online for the most part. I mean, there were different types of people in those world star videos. But most of the time, I always saw like black women getting beat up, black women getting their hair and wigs snatched off. And then I would see a lot of black boys or black men like just holding the the, um, you know, the iPhone, holding their smartphones and recording the situation and just laughing and mocking and jeering at the women who were getting essentially torn apart. And it was all for a book. It was all for humiliation to put a net narrative out that. And this is just a guess that black women are, you know, just ghetto and thoughts and hood boogers and stuff like that. And for them to record it and then monetize it to me is even worse. And that I don't even know when that was maybe in uh, 2012 to 2014 when I first recognized it. So it could have been happening prior to, but I'm not really sure when world star hip hop even started, but that's just when I started noticing the, I don't know. It was just this unjust character. And I'm aware that people will say, Oh, well that's online. That's not how people really feel. But in my honest opinion, and I'll probably end up doing an episode about this, a lot of people's inner thoughts do come out online. That's not just an alter ego they have when they jump online to harass people. I truly believe that most of people's intentions do get posted to the internet. They're, they do get posted to Snapchat. They get uh, posted to Twitter. For example, that chat room that leaked on Snapchat of those white women talking about black men. I mean, I don't think those accounts were fake. I think that's how they truly felt. So when people say just ignore the stuff online, 
Yes, I always do that. I always take a social media break or social media detox. But then when I come right back, the behavior is still there. So to me, that indicates that people really truly believe what they say and post online. I mean, for instance, just look at our president. He he believes this or our, you know, um, transitioning our old president. Because, sorry, today's the, the 20th, so it's the inauguration day. So he's not really our president anymore. As far as I know. Um, so, but yeah, it's a lot of rhetoric online that is parallel or a mirror reflection of how that person truly feels. So for someone to tell me that it's not real is to me, is kind of gaslighting or that person is not clued in to social cues and nuances and they, they just seem tone deaf. So whichever it is, Please don't tell me that the stuff on the internet is all made up because it's they're ca- especially world star they're capturing live moments. All those fights are not scripted. So back to what I was saying about the humiliation and degradation specifically for black women and girls and the reason why I'm focusing on that is because that's what this podcast um is majority of the time is about so in the world star videos uh world star hip-hop videos it would be like bashing dark-skinned black women or just the vulnerable vulnerable people and then it would automatically cut to like a fair-skinned a light-skinned woman i call them exoticals twerking to please the eggplants of men behind behind the screen so to me it was just like raise up and put one group on a a pedestal and then lower the other group majority dark-skinned black women and girls or unambiguous looking black women and girls um like they're trying to knock down their confidence which to me is very sickening and that's a part of the reason why i had a lot of well i'm not particularly unattractive but i had a lot of uh, self-esteem growing up as a, a a girl before i became a woman is because our lives were transitioning into the online world and I was coming of age at the same time. So I felt like, Oh, I must not be good enough because I, I look like the woman that that's getting beat down right now. So there's that. And the internet is getting so bad in 2020 or going into 2021, excuse me, that I have to, I'm going to have to manually, and I have already put filters on certain things because I just don't want to see it. Like, I don't want to see people bash, uh, bashing black women and girls because we've been bashed since forever. Like, since slaves were singing on plantations about how they wanted, they didn't want no dark skinned woman. So I just don't want to hear it anymore because to me, it's, it's kind of basically BS. Um, so yeah, I absolutely love those days. I love, I love these days. The only difference between me then and, and myself now is that I recognize that it's a trope. It's an agenda to make, um, black women and girls look bad for whatever reason. I do know the reason, and I'm kind of going to jump into that, um, in the next segment. So I'm going to bring this up again. I have not watched the actual um, World Star hip hop video. I don't think I need to watch the whole thing. I watched the segment that went viral, which was um, 
the man in the suit telling the dark-skinned six-figure black woman that she's going to die alone if she was looking for a man that was equal to her. Um, that was, to me, an ex uh, a, a basic representation or a basic example of the degradation and humiliation of black women and the depravity that is so popular. That video got, I'm pretty sure, more than a million views by now. And that is monetized. It's monetized humiliation and suffering and pain. And then one thing else, uh, another thing that I noticed that is kind of in the same realm, but to me, to me, it all fits into to the same thing. It's like the um, there's a lot of people on Tumblr and on those like Pinterest esque um, platforms that are making almost like virtual shrines to uh serial killers and criminals uh like you know Jeffrey Dahmer and Ted Bundy and stuff like that it seems like every year there's a new movie about Jeffrey Dahmer and Ted Bundy and I'm not sure why they keep putting them out because it's like I know history we're supposed to reteach history but how many times can a killer get this much to me is glorification because even I know the movies themselves don't paint them out to be good people, but it's the glamorization that kind of turns it into like this holy grail type of thing. And I feel like, why do we keep putting out these movies? And I know people are going to say it's because people, people keep people keep watching them. But honestly, if I was, I don't know the generation after generation Z, but if I was a generation after generation Z, all I could do, all I have to do is go back to this year and watch the movie, the, you know, the movie about Ted Bunny or Jeffrey Dahmer. I don't have to have a current movie from our generation to know what he did. It's in books. It's on the Internet. It's in movies. I think we've had enough. And also true crime. I've never really been in the group of true crime. I remember when I was a kid, I used to have, um, I don't know, friends or people in my family members or people I would know who really enjoyed First 48 and Snapped and stuff, but I could never could get into it because I never, I don't like hearing bad things all the time. Not that, not because I can't face reality, but I don't like hearing bad stuff all the time because I feel like it lowers my mood. Like I'm a, I'm aware bad shit happens. Like I'm aware that crimes rates, a domestic violence, domestic murder happens on a day to day. But I rather focus on the positive because that's what get gets me to the next step in my life. That would that would that's what motivates me forward. I don't like hearing fear based stuff all the time. That's why I don't even have a TV because it's like that's all the news has been doing. Um that I noticed in 2020, if it wasn't a snuff film, it was the virus. And if it wasn't the virus, it was George Floyd. And if it wasn't George Floyd, it was Breonna Taylor, Burley's brutality. I'm aware those things exist. I don't have to hear it. I'd rather not hear. That's not how I would digest my news. I'd rather just read it and then dump it. Then like, just read the article and then dump it. Um, that's just how I like to absorb it. I don't like to hear the news on a nonstop loop. 
and that's the you know that plays into you know the title of this episode it's like the obsession it's like we have these um stories that are on a loop 24 7 i'm like this is not toxic to people this is not making people feel bad it's not lowering your mood lowering your vibration lowering your immune system and then people wonder why they're sick all the time and it's because they're focusing on the bad stuff a lot um but i wanted to like put this episode to kind of like share my thoughts and maybe hopefully make someone aware of this pattern that's be i see it's not really to put more in the negativity that's not a purpose of this episode it's more to try to find um the people who want to know more and want to know why this stuff is happening um specifically about the snuff films uh a snuff film is something i recently just learned in 2020 um it's like when you see someone die on camera and there's no blurs it's just it's just death um and you would think that wouldn't be okay for live television considering that even people in the military who seen dead bodies they suffer from a lot of mental health issues like ptsd but no they still run the those videos on on air and it's just it's clicks and views and revenue and it, it's all coming from death and like not even peaceful death. It's like you you, you saw what George Floyd went through. He, he had a, a knee on his neck and then Breonna Taylor, she got sh- shot up like Swiss cheese. And people just want to look at it and look at it and look at it and look. I'm just like, that's that's sick. I don't know. I just think it's sick. I feel like maybe a day of the of press would be enough to be marked down in history and we could just move on not necessarily from remembrance of those people of those fallen victims but from the actual real-time slaughter that they had to go through another podcaster that i recently listened to her name is demetria l lewis and I think her podcast is called Ratchet and Respectable. Um, I've been tuned into her for a while, but um, one of her recent podcast episodes, she was saying she was mentioning like how white people used to have when they used to lynch black people, they would do it as entertainment. Like after a, uh, after a Sunday service, they would all go with their children and view you know the bodies that were hanging and that would be pleasure for them and it's almost kind of scary um that for us black people we would see it as something to be feared and to be anxious about and scared of but to them it would be entertainment and pleasure and i don't even know this lust for bloodshed almost and then i see that today with the world star and the snuff films and the like the toxicity like i see the same thing especially uh from the black men on that video that viral video of that dark-skinned six-figure woman being told she's going to die alone it was so much pleasure from them viewing um another black man say that to a black woman say that to a black woman that it's almost like they got off on it 
and it was uh, a point of ecstasy to hurt someone else um, spiritually and emotionally and mentally that way. And I, I feel like that's really sick and that's wrong. And that's kind of why I was so mad at the video is because you don't know what young woman is coming behind that adult woman and how she's going to feel about herself the same way I felt about myself when I had to look at those world star hip hop videos of black women and girls getting beat down and then black men just sitting on the sidelines just laughing and mocking and jeering at that at those um, people and not even jumping in to like you know uh de-escalate or do any any of those things no no none of the quote-unquote good guys nice guys good black men that apparently are bountiful and they are just every single where spoke up and said anything and so that's why i feel like you know it's such a bad thing it's not because oh I don't want to hear the truth ever about black women. No, it's it's more about it's how you say something. It's not what you're saying. If you got an issue, that's fine. Vent, do whatever you have to do. But you shouldn't have to tell somebody to die for that goal to be accomplished. Because after that point, I feel like it's just hate speech and it's venom. And it's ultimately sick. Sorry, but about the whole... um white people uh in the lynching thing like i had told a friend one time what picnic really meant and that person was so shocked and I, i've learned this i learned this in maybe like 2016 but picnic is that stands for pick a nigger like i don't know like any meeny money mo pick a nigger by his toe or something like that and that was like uh what they called the like the you know a picnic you have in the park but really what white people were doing were, were looking at lynchings happening. So, yeah, so I believe that's the same thing as viewing like all these viral videos that are just people being disgusting to other people. And it's not just black women, but I'm using that as an example is because that's who I am and that's my image. But it happens to um dis disabled people. Like there was a video of, a girl and her boyfriend and the girlfriend hid the boyfriend's wheelchair and it's just like it got like 15 million views and I'm like this is the stuff that's getting all the all the success and accolades and monetization and revenue it's just being mean to people and like just being like a bad human it to me that's like I don't know. That's ridiculous. So I'm going to try to wrap up this episode. But yeah, I'm not a huge fan of this sort of entertainment as a black woman myself. Maybe it's because I've gone through a lot in my life that I kind of just want like I'm not even that old or uh, mature. But at the same time, it's like I want the rest of my life to be peaceful. I want it to be like I'm going into retirement. Like, I don't want to deal with the whole beefs and battles and, like, unnecessary stuff. Stuff that you don't have to put yourself through, but people are just trying to cause chaos. And on top of that, the world claims, or sorry, this country claims that it's of Christ and 
of a nation under God and people, everybody's a Christian, but yet I, everything I see online is just not of Christ. Like it's not of the most high, but yet it's a thing that's the be, the, the highest selling, the highest paid, um, the highest that's celebrated and recognized. It makes no sense. So yeah, it's not, it's not of Christ It's not, it doesn't have a high vibration or a good vibration. It's of the devil is low vibrational. And I don't know if I'm the only one, but it's kind of like making me sick to my stomach. Maybe it's cause I'm an empath, but yeah, I'm not interested in seeing any of this stuff. And I advise people cause I watched this other, other video. I, I just watched this, this random video of this girl saying, you know, you don't like something, tune out of it. If you don't like something, click off of it. Like, just get it. Like, literally get rid of it, basically. So that's what I'm doing in 2021. Like, stuff that makes me feel depressed, even slightly. I'm not going to hate watch. I'm not going to um, watch because I'm curious. I'm just, I'm going to just get rid of it. Um, even like that, uh, viral video of that black woman I was talking about, like, I'm not going to watch that all the way through. Um, and anyone who reposts it and, and mocks it and laughs it, I'm going to, I'm going to block them. I want to cancel them in my own way. So, okay. That was the episode. Thank you so much for listening. And, um, yeah, like I said, like there's this just sick obsession with depravity and I'm not, I'm not sure if that's because like just more and more of the energy of maybe it's the antichrist is coming into the world, but I really think we should just pray, seek the most high, if that's what you believe in, meditate and just steer clear of stuff like that. Anyway, um, if you enjoyed this episode, please give give a good rating like follow this podcast for more and i'll talk to you soon thank you so much for listening if you enjoyed this episode and want to continue supporting me you can do so by following and subscribing to Jim Droplet Podcast on Anchor and Spotify, and also leaving a written review and sharing the link brings others into the fold.